You are welcome to the podcast of Dominion Chapel International, the special place. We are a church that believes in pure worship, unadulterated word, and family. Be enlightened as you listen to this message. Nothing happens without you seeing or knowing. It's an emblem, that's a sign. It, it, it should prompt you onto a life of alertness. Now, many of us, we are not alert. So when the signals come, we don't see the signals. So you are still waiting. I remember some years back, somewhere in 1996, I, I was on a brief uh, missionary journey to Accra. <laughs> and I encounter some brethren in the course of our discussion um, they said there was a brother who was waiting on the Lord in the Achimata forest and that he had been there as at that time for seven years he was waiting to hear the voice of God so I sent a message to him that God would never speak to him he will not hear God's voice why? Because he does not know God's voice. God does not stop prayers. God answers prayers. If they are, they are put within the framework of his will, that's what the scripture says. When we do that, he hears us, he answers us. So you are with God and you are waiting on God for seven years and God has not spoken to you, then God will not speak to you. That was the message I sent him. I said, if you call my name, you will not know me. But just tell him that that is what I said. Not as a prophet, but someone who has been having an affair with the word of God. That's all. He died there. He died there, in the forest. I don't know whether it was eight years or something, but when I got to know about him, he had been there for six, seven years. Wanting to hear God. Now, there are many of us here who speak in tongues powerfully, but if we ask you, what is God saying? I have not heard him. What is God showing you? Nothing yet. Everything appears to be blurred. Now, God is not a taskmaster. God does not call us into a competition. He does not lead us on the path of futility. That he calls you this way and you are not getting anywhere and you are still going. And God is with you. No. He's not. So the issue of alertness is very, very, very interesting and very important. It's something you cannot just push aside. You've got to be alert. Now let's hear what he said concerning himself. Then said the Lord to me, let's read it. You have seen well for what? I am what? And do, go ahead. To do what? God, me, God, I'm alert, I'm active, I watch over my word to do what? To perform it. So when it comes to the issue of faith, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And it is when you carry God's word to walk with the word that you have evidence of what God has said. And he says, my word which I send forth, shall not return to me void. It shall perform. It will accomplish the task for which it's been sent. Where is that one in the Bible? Now, so let's read it together. Yes. That is without producing, without performance. It won't go and come back to me. Right. It shall what? shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So God's word is the one that produces. 
and the fruits of the word cannot be contaminated. It has no respect for persons. That is one thing nobody can rob you of except you rob yourself. God has spoken concerning you or a particular blessing is what he has spoken and you heard it or you read it. He spoke to you and when he speaks, he is not in any love affair with you there. It is life affair. I wouldn't want to go into the explanation. I used to be a person who could be angry easily. And um, my anger was very intense. It was what? <laughs> and deadly. So when I got born again, I asked God to take laughter, I mean, give me laughter in the place of anger, which is what he did almost immediately. But one day, I was in Nigeria, uh, a church at a place called Lokoja. I've mentioned that the name of that town over and over again. And then God spoke to me about what he described as unspoken curses. And he warned me, don't ever keep anybody in your heart to seek vengeance from or to deal with the person. That is a product of anger. You will be cursing the person without pronouncing the curse. So I went to church and I announced it to the people. This is what God told me. And I begged them in church, I begged the name of God. Don't lead me on that path. Yes, you know, on the two sides, there should be something. But even God speaks to you and you can't hear. And all you say, Nabibiyam says something. That something was when you were not born again. You didn't know God. But now that you know the Lord, you have written this word, the important thing is for you to stay in God's word without any excuse. And build yourself up in the word of God. Then the Holy Ghost has something to live as a standard for you when the enemy comes against you. So you hear God's voice. He will direct you in the way to go. If your ears are dull, you cannot hear. So you walk into destruction with your eyes open. And God also with his eyes open. Because when he came between you and the challenge, you raised you, you raise a stick. To hit God. But we don't know that he was the one who was there. It is not enough to pray. It is not enough to quote scriptures. It is the entrance of the word. That gives what? And gives what? <laughs> it gives understanding to who? Uh-uh. Why the simple? Why the simple? Why not the big, the wild, the loquacious, the proud? The person must be teachable, the spirit of humility, to be able to create the required fertile ground for the world to land on. The entrance. So if you pray that God should help you know, she'll make the word enter into you and I'm there. I'll give you a knock. Sincerely. God, don't let me go to Tema. I will slap you. Your God is not pushing you to anywhere. When he speaks to you, you will know. When he's leading you, you will know from the inside and from the outside. God will never carry you to Tema except where for his own special agenda, he suspends your will and imposes his will on you. Otherwise, your will is very, very important. You don't want to go. He won't force you to go. 
But if he sends you and you don't want to go, he will make sure you go. Eh? When I was refusing his call, I was teaching. I was teaching at the, at the, at the polytechnic then, or in the polytechnic. So I wasn't, my joy was teaching people. And he said I should go into ministry. I was wondering why. Because I had early on told people who had the vision of me and came to tell me that I'll be preaching the word of God. And I told them that if God was short of staff, I wasn't the one you'll be looking for. Not once, not twice. They kept on coming. Now I came to him and it was time for me to move. What God did was very, very interesting. I was standing in the class. The students would be there. And the joy of teaching would just be not, would not be there. So I could talk words, but they were vain words. Not making impact. Until I promised him that as soon as this batch graduates, meanwhile, I'll be doing your work. That was a very crucial time in my life. There are things we talk about, we learned them on the field. When you walk with him, you learn. So I love studying biographies of people in the Bible who walk with God. I, I want to know how they went with God, how they made mistakes. I want to know the things they did that God is approved of. You know, where someone has fallen, when you get there, you've got to be careful so you don't fall. So I do it a lot. From Genesis to Revelations. That's what I do. Now, you've got to learn to embrace God's word. And don't just embrace it. Do it. Do what? Joshua 1 and verse 8, somebody quoted it for me. Don't put it there. Somebody, Joshua 1 verse 8, yes, quoted it for me. Any translation? You know the scripture, but you have not taken your time to assimilate it. Is it and what to do? What is what? Observe, that's the watch, eh? Okay. Observe to do. All that is what? Therein. So that you shall. Okay, carry the Bible and read it for me. <laughs> Let's take it from King James first. Just give it to us, King James. Joshua 1 and verse 8. Yeah. For then, so the ability to make your way prosperous is contingent on you, you being able to do, observe to do, according to what is written there. Now, now, let not this book depart from your mouth. Be chewing it. Meditate on this book day and night. So your, your, your spirit man is engaging the word of God and nothing else. Because after day and night, there is nothing. Is there anything outside day and night? So it should be a continuous thing that you are going to be doing. Now, the power to do the word is in the word. Those are elements of faith that you must know. The power to do God's word is in the word. So you don't just read the word, but you enter the word through meditation. And when you do that, the power to do will come inside you to be able to do. And in doing so, you will make your way prosperous. Nobody will do it for you. You will make your way prosperous and when your way is prosperous, then you shall do what? You will have good success. So it's not every success that is good. If your success is word provoked, it's good success. Why? It will be free from everything that man controls. Pride, 
everything I want to talk about. Boasting with what you have. Now, when I see a man who is asking, do you know who I am? Then I know I've met a beast. A man who is in honor and does not abide in the honor is like a beast that perishes. A man who is in honor and does not understand that he is in honor is like a beast that perishes. So anyone who has become successful and has understanding that a success is word produced, it is from God, he will not brag with that thing. And most times when they brag with it, it doesn't last. Have you met Nebuchadnezzar before? Have you seen him before? You've not had any discussion with him before. I have. I have several times. When he saw the glory of his kingdom, he began to, you know, carry the credit. See Babylon, see this kingdom that I, Nebuchadnezzar, have built. God, I hear you. Christian, outside the word of God, has no future. You can't claim to be a Christian. If the word is not in you, when God speaks to you, you will not hear. You won't understand. You will not know the voice. How many of you are married? If your spouse is speaking here and you are outside, won't you know your spouse's voice? In the midst of multitudes, you will pick the voice of your spouse. Except if in your house, you are living like two different people from different world, different language. You are not, you don't understand each other. Yes, then you may not hear. You live If your wife cannot talk when you are there, how will you know her voice? Shut up! This one is not just a tyrant. Too. This one is a beast. <laughs> the, beast. the more you have your fellowship with the Holy Ghost, the better and the quicker you are able to pick the voice of God in the midst of affliction, in the midst of challenges. So you have seen well. I watch over my word to do what? To perform it. His word cannot fail you if it is really his word. If you have this little understanding, the faith work becomes easy for you because whatever God has said, he is able to do what? Perform. And he spoke and I accept it as the voice of God. It will profit me. That's one of the reasons why when a case is brought before me, I ask the people involved, are you Christians? They say, yes. Do you believe in the Bible? If you believe in the Bible, then there's no problem. I only pick scriptures from the Bible. You say you believe in this one? Yes. So and so and so, chapter one, verse something. Do you believe in the Bible? Yes. Read this one. Do you have any problem here? Or say no. Examine yourself and know if you are actually in the faith. I won't bring any stuff from anywhere. Do you believe in this word? Yes, I believe. Great. And the one who doesn't believe, you know, who is he? He says he's uh, an infidel. He's not of God. Good. So let's look at you. Let's see you in the Bible. I'll quote a few scriptures for you now and ask, do you believe? See, I believe. Is it God's word? Yes, it's God's word. And God says this. And why are you doing that? We are finished. <laughs> we are finished. If you and your spouse the two of you are fighting every day and you are a person who is close to God's word, you by all means meet a word that will address that issue to talk to you. You will see yourself. You will see how stupid you have been. Nobody will advise you. When the word speaks to you, it is God who is speaking to you. If you believe that one, you can jump over. I shared something with my wife um, an hour or so before we came in here. I, I was there. The thing just came to me like that from Genesis chapter 13. 
said, uh, the Lord spoke to Abraham and said, um, uh, uh, from where you are, from where? Where you are. Lift up your eyes and see from where you are. And then suddenly he began to explain some things to me and I, I laughed. I told, I told my wife, I said, this is something interesting that is going on as I sit down here. It means everybody have the potential to make it in life. It doesn't matter where you are today. He said, from where you are. You may not have had any education, but I said, from where you are. Don't bow your head like a bulrush, but lift up your eyes and begin to see a future. What has God said concerning you? He said, from where you are. So don't try to be somebody else. Be who you are. And trust God that if you lift up your eyes to see, you will see him there. You will see him and you will follow him. Nobody is first, nobody is last. We get there at the same time. Some people here got born again several years before I got to know the Lord. Several years. I wasn't privileged like uh, your resident pastor, you know, was. he got born again 11 years and some months. My own, I was adult. I had married. God chased me, chased me, chased me for years before he eventually arrested me. So this is not your title. It is not how long you have been here. It is how submissive you have been to God's word. That is what will make you shine. So somebody comes to church today and the person believes in what God is saying and he takes the steps. He takes what? The steps. God will answer him. He won't say, he just came in. So that's why I said these are foundational things in the work, the faith work. You just have got to be still when it comes to faith. You must be still. Get down from your high horses and listen to God and listen to what he's saying. And humbly receive what he says. And ask him for help to be able to walk in it. And he has shown you how to do it. Sit down and meditate on God's word. Think about it. I've told you that is my greatest might. The greatest thing that God gave to me. To think on his word. I do it anywhere. It can be in the marketplace. It can be anywhere. Let, let them be drumming. You are singing and shouting and jumping. I, I, it doesn't affect me at all. When I take a scripture and I'm working on it, there is nothing you will do. So be still and know that what? I am God. Be still. Remove yourself from God's word. Remove yourself from it. Let it be God. So when you are preaching, you stand on the altar and all you are doing is you are singing your praise to people. You'll be entertaining them. You'll be doing what? Entertaining them. Give them the word. Let them go and think on the word. Since that is what we believe in, we should know it and know it and be sure that we know that we know. Very important. Right. If we turn back to the issue of the vultures that were about to eat the sacrifice that um, Abraham had put in place um, to consolidate what God has spoken to him about in chapter 15 of Genesis, you see something. I, I heard uh, Pastor uh, talk about that when he was leading us in prayer. And they were vultures. He saw, he dreamt and saw. And he was strong enough in the dream to drive them out. He saw them in the realm of the spirit and he was strong enough to drive them out. So I ask myself, do we watch over the word of God concerning us to ensure its performance? If we don't watch over it, then we are not on the same platform with God. He said, I watch over my words to do what? To perform it. If that is what God has said, then we must also watch the word that he has spoken to us. The blessings, the promises, the pronouncements he has made, we have to watch over them to be able to chase out the vultures. The vultures are doubt, some inferiority, 
things that affect many people, which has its cure in chapter 13 from where you are. Don't try to be me from where you are. You should not be ashamed of where you are. That is a platform from where God is going to operate with you. And he will shoot you high beyond your understanding. It is from where you are. Your state is not very important. It is that you are in league with God. So from where you are. You have failed several times. He said from where you are. Just lift up your eyes and see something else. What are you going to see? What God has said. I've given you this land. So lift up your eyes and see the land. How far can the eyes, doctors are here. Uh, I, I think there's one nurse here. No more. The best of sight. How far can you go? No, you see, when I, I, I stand in an open place, like if I stand outside here, I will be able to see far. But I may not be able to see beyond certain... I will not talk about one kilometer. You may be able to see about a kilometer when you are in a plain land. You could see a kilometer away, but not with definite details. Now, the land that God said he had given to Abraham and to his descendants was a vast land. When you check the parameters that he mentioned, the boundaries that he mentioned in the same chapter 1 of Joshua, it wasn't an easy thing. Very far, the big, large, and he said, lift up your eyes. And then he added something. The moment you lift up your eyes, begin to walk. Walk where? In the land. I described that one, walking through your vision while sitting or while in your bed. You walk through your vision. You are looking at what God has said because of the faith you have in God. He begins to show you things about your possession that he had mentioned to you. From where you are. In the course of that interaction between me and the Holy Ghost, I learned new things today. Two days ago, I was watching one speaker, one preacher on telly, and he made a statement. And I quickly went to my Bible to check on what he said. It was there. As I sat on that one, the Holy Ghost began to show me some things. When it is well cooked, I'll preach it. You will not go out in haste. You won't go by flight. Or you know, not go in flight. But I said, the Lord will go before you. And he will protect. He will be a defense behind you. So wait on him. You will be able to wait if you are very conscious of what his word carries. These are signposts in the atmosphere that is conducive for the work of faith, they are signposts. How many of you know your name? That you know your name? Miriam, you say you know your name? What is your name? Marian. Huh? Marian. What? Marian. Marian. Yes. What is the meaning of Marian? Give up joy. Eh? Giver of joy. Have you been sorrowful before? Yes. <laughs> Have you been sad before? Yes. The river has dried up? <laughs> Is the name still on you? Yes. Huh? Yes. <laughs> when, you know, I say, when I say you don't know your name, it's not that you have forgotten your name. It is that you may not be living the name. If you are going to leave your name, then you must visit your name almost every time. If your name has no meaning, I have a name for you. And that name is that you are a child of God. And as a child of God, what is it? 
Should I be crying as a child of God? I cry for joy, seeing the faithfulness of God. Now, you see, this one may not be on the pulpit because you may not understand some of the things that we talk about. One will sit like this and may tell you something and you are free to ask questions. Our Christian walk is the easiest of walks in life. If only we remain Christians and he remains God. Does it make sense? Oh, does it make sense? Leslie, does it make sense? Can you tell me what sense it's making? Feel free, feel free. Many of you, I don't know you. When I ask questions, you don't want to answer. <laughs> yes, please. How do you understand that one? If we can remain Christians. Remain Christians? Remains. And what? And God remains God. He remains God. Not only that, and Lord. Challenges will come. No doubt. I, I cannot claim mastery in biology, but they taught me some biology. Uh, this thing they call adrenaline. Now, when something happens, there's an initial reaction of fear that comes. And the doctors and scientists are saying it is the secretion of what? Adrenaline. Is that, is that correct? When it happens like that, it does not mean you're a fearful person. It is whether you allow the fear to control you. That is the issue. If you sustain that fear, then you are missing out of faith. Because you are doubting God. Like one sister did a few days back. She had peace when she was not a Christian. Now she became a Christian and she has no peace. Every time trouble, every time trouble, every time trouble. And when we were trying to get her to understand what was coming out of her, she wasn't ready. So I don't waste time on people. When I talk to you about something and you are not ready, I should not waste my energy. No, because you will not be ready. The only thing I will pray on my inside is that the Holy Ghost will open your understanding. You get what I'm saying? So I left. I didn't talk again. The next morning, she came with a different story. So I asked her, what, so the insult you gave to God yesterday, have you apologized to him? He said, mommy told me to do that. I said, okay. So you insult God. But if I ask you here now, have you ever insulted? Because it never, it cannot happen. It cannot happen. An act of unbelief is an insult on the integrity of God. So one accepts the word of God as his word and his life. That is important to you to make you become what he has said you are going to be. Believe in that word. Practice the word that he has given to you. Your strength is not important, but his strength will make it happen. So faith is never a weight. It's not a weight. You are having challenges and they tell you, have faith. Have faith in who? And in what? You have not given the person anything to help him have faith. You are only telling the person, have faith. Tell the person what God's words is saying concerning that matter. And tell the person, accept what God is saying. He's faithful. If you talk to that person on that same scripture you are talking about, you will begin to receive faith. And you see, most times you see the countenance of people change as you are sharing the word of God with them. Something is happening in the realm of the spirit and is showing on the outside. I've seen people having oil on their faces as you share word with them. The moment their heart is turned towards the word of God and the word has entrance into them, something happens in the realm of the spirit and it shows on their faces. 
a friend who is a pharmacist is in this town. 96, he had a problem. All the symptoms were pointing to HIV AIDS. So a senior friend came to me and told me, he said that he was traveling out of the country. That brother needed help. And so he felt, I was in Kumasi. He felt I would be the person to help him. So I moved from Kumasi to this place. I went to his uh, place of work. And when I saw him, what they described was just true. So I sat down. The wife was crying. I said, stop crying. You have been crying for some days now. The man has no change. Don't you know your tears are not working? So let's sit down and let's talk. So we began to talk. I never asked him whether he believed in Jesus or not. I led him to Christ. And when he received Christ, I said, now, so this is where you are standing. You have victory over all the challenges that have been disturbing you. The wife said you couldn't eat. As soon as you eat now, you go to the toilet. So the man was afraid to eat. I said, the only person I see sitting here with you is called fear. You and fear have entered into a pact. So you are worshipping fear and fear is blessing you. He said, Pastor, don't confuse me. What are you saying? I said, I'm saying, the what I'm saying is very simple. You have invited fear into your life and you are worshipping the fear and fear is blessing you for worshipping him. So you are not sick, oh. He's a pharmacist, oh. A seasoned one for that matter. This is what is happening. He told me a story. Some of his, he was building a house somewhere in Domi. And some of his uh, people came from their hometown to visit him. And out of excitement, he took them there to see how God had blessed him. And they left and went back to their hometown and they started. Whether they did something or they didn't do, I don't know. <laughs> so, started. As I was talking to him, he began to sweat. After the sweat, the face began to shine. And then I told the wife, your husband is hungry. The woman said, I said, just give him food. Where is the food? Oh yeah. I said, sit down. He sat down. I carried the food. One spoon. After the other. After the other. After the other, the wife said, are you not okay? He said, no. After the other. After the other. Then we went to their house. I went there to pray with them over there. And we got back to his, his um, pharmacy shop. And then he told me that the work has not been going on well. I said, to go, to go well. There's somebody in this place that is taking your things. But God will expose that person. It will be in the afternoon. But I'm going to Kumasi. Don't call me a prophet. No, I was acting as a child of God. You know. So, to cut the story short, meanwhile he was okay. No more symptoms, nothing like that. Good. There was a young man working with him who was in charge of distribution. So he had gone out distributing drugs to some pharmaceutical joints and the herbal, whatever. So the man came in. It was time to close. Almost everybody had left. There was one woman there. And that was a woman the man trusted so much. He was there. We are giving instructions that anybody going, leaving that place for home, their bags should be searched. So, he said, Mama, I have to search your bag. He said, don't you respect? I said, he said, it's not about me. It's about the order that was given. KKKK, the woman said, no. The guy held the bag and turned it like this. And the drugs appeared. It has been the practice. She was a senior person there. She was respected by the guy himself. He would pack the drugs into her bag. She opened a chemist shop somewhere and he would take the things there. The products are finishing, but the money is not coming. This is what God did to that man. 
And then he began by that one to take God's word serious. Very, very serious. His life changed. They opened another branch of the, of the pharmacy shop somewhere in Accra. And so they were all. Listen, friends, God's word does not wound. God's word will always promote you. It lifts people, but you must come to a point of believing in this word. Watch over the word of God and see it produce. And when challenges are coming, push them off. I told uh, Ima, whatever God has given you authority over, don't ask God to come and fight that thing for you. He will never interfere. He has given you the power to do it. So do it. And one way to do it, which you must not forget, is using your mouth to say what God has said. You may not understand it, but say it. Do what? Say it. You may not be applauded by men. Forget it. Say it. Say you have seen well. So if indeed you are seeing well what God is talking about, then you must also say it. It doesn't matter how long you have been in the faith. You can give yourself, uh, give away, Abby. You give yourself away. What is the meaning? Okay, okay. Um, when you lose your guard, what happens? What is it? You expose yourself. So, what is that one? You have given yourself away. That's what. So don't give yourself away. Don't allow the enemy to have advantage over don't sell yourself out to the devil. But anybody, this word of God, if you have no experience, I have. If you stay away from God's word for about three days, you lose self-confidence. If you have not seen it, I have. That for about three days, you have not sat down with God's word. You have not been thinking about the word of God. You are only sleeping and waking up. You lose self-confidence. So when one small devil, <clears throat> oh, who is that? Ajay, 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 Ajay. <laughs> if I say Ajay, my father died some years ago, will he come and save me? What makes you confident is the living word that is on your inside, that you are sure of. That's what you speak. Even when you are asleep in a dream, you are able to rise up against the enemy. You are speaking it. You know what they call incubus? Have you had that experience before? That you dreamt and something like a ball, dark, rolling towards you as it gets closer to you it becomes bigger and bigger you want to shout your voice is not going anywhere you come under heavy fear you you become morbid have you had an experience before sometimes when you wake up you'll be sweating doctor you want to tell me something is what sleep what Doctor. So you are paralyzed. The devil has subjected you under the lordship of fear. Everybody, when everybody sleeps, they don't move. They move part of the body. If they should get up and walk in their sleep, you have a name for it. The person is sleepwalking. 
you may have some scientific name for it. But everyone that sleeps, in fact, there are some of you here in your sleep you travel. One side of the bed you roll to the other, and then you come back and roll, and then when it is not, you are not okay, you turn to the other side and begin to roll yourself everywhere and sometimes fall to the floor. And you continue sleeping. I've seen someone who dropped from the bed down boa and then the sleep was on. There was nothing. You couldn't wake up. You would tell me that person wasn't moving. Ah, was moving. But fear was oppressing him. It becomes an oppression upon you. And you do. I have seen it before. I've seen it before. When I was quite younger, I saw it several times. And you know what I said? I told my grandmother that uh, witches were disturbing me. And if for any reason in the dream I see your face, the next morning I'll come to you. Glory to God. Amen. Don't allow fear in your life. Fear can only stay when faith is not at work. But when faith is working and fear comes in, faith disappears. Doesn't work. Don't allow it. Your faith in the word of God will always keep you on top. And the word must always produce. It must what? Always produce. If you allow it. So, if the Lord watches over his word to perform it, then don't look away. Focus on the word that is about to deliver. And enjoy the glory of God. God told them, told Joshua, he said, let them go around the city. How many days? How many days? Seven days? Six days, they will go how many times? Once. Nobody was permitted to speak. Nobody. They were looking at this wall that appeared impregnable and they were going round. And uh, I believe that the Jerichans, oh, 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 sorry, the Jericonians oh, <laughs> were on top there. They were looking at it and they were wondering, what is wrong with these foolish people? Where are they, where are they going now? Then that's how they went. They will go one and then go back to their base. And on the seventh day, they went seven times. Six times in that quiet mood. I want to ask you a question. Feel free. You cannot be wrong, I'm telling you. You cannot be wrong. So don't be afraid. Say something. What do you make of the charge that they should not talk the enemy was there, ready to shoot. God said, just go around. Don't talk. You have only one time to talk. That's the seventh day and the seventh time. Then you are going to shout. After the trumpet has sounded. So what was God trying to accomplish? Six days. Go around the city. No talking. Yes. Yes, please. What do you make of that statement, that charge that they shouldn't, they shouldn't talk? They should just be going around. Yes, ma'am. Self was being dealt with. Uh, yeah. Because um, they were in a silence first. Hey. So, Martin. Yes, go on. So, um, I believe they didn't know what God had in mind yes. when they started. Yes. So they will have questions. Yes. So if they were allowed to speak, yes. they will express their opinion and and not God's mind. And not God's mind. So He caused them to be in a silence first. So they will, they will deal with uh, self. So by the sixth day, they tired. should come to the point of self-helplessness. Begin to see the magnitude of the problem they were in. 
and know that they couldn't do anything about it except God. Everybody keep quiet. And they were quiet. There were many marching together. And the city was not a small city. I didn't check my, my facts. I would have given you the size of that city at that time. But there's something I know about their wall. Their wall, six chariots could move on it abreast. Six. Almost. One fence wall around it. And in modern times, we, we, we read about the Japanese war of those days. They were just like that. In fact, people had their houses on the wall. On the wall. Huge. You are walking around this hall. Anything could happen to you. And God said, be quiet. Just appreciate how helpless you are. That you cannot do anything about this war, no matter how, how trained you think you are. You can't enter. The, the gate, they say if the thing was firmly closed, no one went in, no one came out. And they were going around. The fear of people will graduate into the fear of God. Except God. And right inside you, you are asking God, please help us. Please help us. Please help us. He said, don't talk. So don't say you are praying loud. No. If you want to pray, let it be on the inside. We need your help, oh God. <laughs> on your inside. So you don't even have time to talk to anybody. Look at anybody. Everybody is thinking about what will happen the next minute. When you are done, he said, go back to your base. The next morning, you resume. Like that, six days. The seventh day, you do that one six times. And then he said, when on the seventh count, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then you shout. That kind of discipline is what we need. Becoming still before the Lord to know and appreciate the majesty of God. Still, we talk too much. We are in too much haste to talk. So we talk and talk ourselves to death. We kill our blessings. We just erode everything with our, our tongue. tongue. Is God not seeing how much suffering we are going through? And then he still says we shouldn't talk. Are we really having a good God? That kind of stuff. No storytelling. No greetings. If you want to greet, now your head. No greeting. Allow God to be who? God and the Lord over your life and the Lord over the situation. Let him be. Uphold God in that manner. Get to a point of seeing just God. It's just God. It's just God. Nobody takes glory over this issue. The stillness of God will come to you. You, 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 the, the, the challenges will come and the, the, the what God's, God's direction that he will give may not be acceptable to you. They don't appear logical to you. They are not within the realms. They don't have the approval of science and so on and so forth. But that is God. Once has God spoken but twice have I heard that all power belongs to him. How did you hear twice? Your moment of stillness. You were hearing God's voice. It was amazing to you but you were hearing his voice. And when they did what God wanted them to do, he said, be still and know that I am God. Put aside your abilities. Put aside your sword. Put aside everything 
and know that I'm God. I shall be exalted. Your faith walk. Observe stillness. I have some scriptures here. I think I have to put it on the page for you to look at. Now, I don't usually come to your page. I don't contribute. I come to read. I go there so many times, sometimes in a day. Some time ago, I was not going to your page at all. But I didn't like your responses to the things that were put over there. And I told Pastor about that one. This time around, I'm happy to see you making comments, which are encouraging. And I love them. I just go, I see some things like that. And I nod to myself. I give myself a slap. Look up. Something good is happening. Amen? Yeah, so I will put it there, and then you take time to read and meditate. It's not difficult to walk in faith, else God will not tell us to live by faith. He will never give us what we cannot do. The Lord is good. I always say that the walls sunk. They didn't have to run over things to take over. I would like you to, you have Bibles. There are pages in the Bible you don't go to. I would say about 90% of believers don't go there. The archaeological information that they give. You jump over the pages and then you go to index. We have so much of resources in the Bible that you carry. I'm not talking about the one on your computer. I mean your whatever. A lot of information. Go and this is your business. This is your life. Whatever it would take for you to understand the thing, go and look for it. It's not a waste of time. The enlightenment you appreciate. Yeah. People go to Jerusalem. To me, they go to see how things happened. But it doesn't do with my salvation. It makes you appreciate some things in the Bible. You, you understand. We, we, we are not bound by any pilgrimage to go to Jerusalem. You go on sightseeing. You want to see where Christ was buried. You want to see where he was born. They have preserved some of these things. The Jews did not accept him, but they are making money from him. They did not accept him, but they are making money from him. They have preserved all those things, and I think where things went wrong, they added some materials to make the things stand as the scripture is, the story is in the Bible, and people go there to, they go in their thousands. Throughout the year, they go, and they make money from our one. That was cool. But the wall was a supernatural thing. The, the collapse of that world was super, entirely supernatural. No human effort at all. Because as soon as the wall came down, they walked into the city. Looking at the size, if it, they had just fallen, it would have been difficult for them to just walk into the city. Just walk over. The glory of Jericho was destroyed as the thing went down. They now went and started killing the people. And because everything that was there belonged to him, nobody should pick anything. Then, one man. Who? One man. He is a man, he stands for people who don't take God's word seriously. They are still alive. And they are in church. Some bad titles. When you see a deacon in church leaving his wife, to marry under the king's wife. You are saying Jesus. <laughs> you have not seen anything. Look. <laughs> Friends. The enemy has you in mind. He wants to destroy you. 
We always say read study Bible. It's not because we want to take delight in that one now. This is something that happened in a word-based assembly with heavy anointing, deep teaching, ordained workers. And the ordained workers were having regular meetings, revivals. I have documents. Or some of our study outline and things like that. And then these things were happening in church. Why? They didn't take God's word seriously. They heard, but did not receive. What did I say? They heard heard the word, but they did not what? He sent forth his word. And the word did what? It healed them and delivered them from their destructions. It only worked that way because they received it. If you don't receive God's word, and bury the word in your spirit. It won't work for you. Leave the wife. Go for another the king's wife. Another elder's wife. God told me to leave this woman and marry my secretary. You've not heard it before? You've never heard it before? Your protection is in the word of God. Your ability to survive in this world of darkness is the word that is inside you. That is why I keep on talking. When you come and you are listening to the word of God, please, avoid any distraction. You are part of the vultures. When your matter is about to be mentioned, that's when somebody taps you. If you sit by me and you tap me when message is going on, if God doesn't help you, I'll just slap you. Keep yourself in the name of Jesus. Brother Lakas just pray, say a prayer. I said we were going to, but it's almost nine o'clock. Ask the Spirit of God to help you to submit to God and His Word at all times. He said, Create in me a clean what? Heart and renew what? right spirit within me. Ask the Lord of the harvest, the Lord of the church, the leader of the assembly of God's own people. Our help and our helper to help you help you submit completely create a test for God's word in you and help you submit to the word of God give God thanks for the word he has made available unto us give him thanks, he's worthy of praise. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you praise. May the eye of your understanding be enlightened in the name of Jesus Christ. May the test and hunger after God's word be strong on your inside in the name of Jesus. May God's word always work in your favor. In the name of Jesus. The enemy shall not steal God's word from your heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. As we depart from here, 
May the bond between you and God's word grow stronger. In your bed, he will speak to you. In your dream, he will speak to you. In your waking moments, he will talk to you. May you never miss the voice of God. By every time you hear his voice, and you will tremble at his voice, and go forth to accomplish in the name of Jesus. Your faith will never fail you. But you will grow stronger and stronger in faith. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the peace of God. That passes all understanding. Remain in you. And work for you. And keep you safe. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you for listening to this message. You can also enjoy our messages on Anchor, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and all other podcast platforms. Visit us at Dominion Chapel International, the special place near the XGI building, Shashi, Accra. Do remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive more life-impacting teachings by our seasoned ministers of the gospel every single week. You can also follow DCI, the special place, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Always remember that God loves you.